Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Gosh Daniel podcast. This is episode 41, the one where we hopefully do it right, because the last the last 40 have just been practice runs. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I'm glad that we uh, in a way that connection all there. of life before now is a practice for now. And and then it's also practice for the next moment. So that's something to think about. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, every, I mean, life is practice. We're practicing for practice. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're practicing to practice to die. Um, I'm glad that we've uh, made our philosophy and stated it on this podcast. We've uncovered but the meaning of life. This podcast is about uh, movies. So. We need to talk about movies, okay? Right. Uh, the Oscar nominees are here. Uh, and they are exciting. Uh, as of last week, actually, but whatever. Well, they right, but I mean, we we were talking about what we wanted to, you know. So I guess refer to the last true. episode Very if you want to see us fail epically. But I do. I would like to point out one thing that we thought should happen is that Logan should get nominated for best adapted screenplay. We did say that. Yes. And and it did. Well, I mean, we said we, we said, said original, but then original. there was debate, and then there was debate, and we're like, okay, maybe it's adapted, but. Anyways. Yeah, like what is an original or an adapted screenplay? So It's adapted. Yeah. And cool. uh, that's what it got nominated All for, right. and I'm excited about that. But anyways, okay. So let's just start with, uh, you know, we're just going to go through the full list. Um, beginning with actor in a leading role, uh, we have Timothy Chalamet, or however you say his name, from Call Me By Your Name, Daniel Day-Lewis okay. from Phantom Thread, uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. Yay. Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour and Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel because you can't have a list of best actors without including Denzel, Denzel Washington, Washington, even if he's in Always. Nothing Notable. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about this? Do you think that they nominated all the right people? or? I mean, I don't know if I'm the right person to say whether they did. I'm just, de- I'm just glad that Daniel Kaluuya got nominated, so that's nice. Right. Um, I kind of... I don't know. I would have liked to see a nomination for um, Andy Serkis, I guess, for War for the Planet of the Apes. And if only, man. If only. I, they just they don't care about CG. They don't they don't care about uh, mocap actors. Even though I think what Andy Serkis is able to do is in many ways more impressive. But um, yeah. you know the the Academy doesn't recognize that. Um, mm-hmm. I also thought, you know, Hugh Jackman would have been really cool to see for, um, for Logan, but oh, you know, I mean so the greatest great. showman <laughs> yeah. or that, no. uh, yeah, yeah I, the only I thing great, the greatest showman got, um, nominated for was like best original song or something like that. Right. Yeah. That was the only nomination and people thought that was a snub, but from everything yeah. I've heard that movie is as garbage as it looks. I want to see it like, so bad just so that I can like have valid points of it being bad because I can say it's bad, but I haven't seen it. So, you know, my, what I think of is just invalid, I guess. So I suppose, but yeah, I, I've heard that it's really bad. It's like a movie you can enjoy, but is almost objectively poorly made. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, like the, they do stuff in it, but it just, it just nothing happens, I guess just stuff happens, but not really. That's what I've yeah, heard about it. Yeah, it feels like it's just floating from one crappy song to the next. Yeah. Um, All so, right, continuing. 
actor in a supporting role, Willem Dafoe, The Florida Project. Any nomination for Willem Dafoe is a good nomination. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, same with Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards. Um, yeah, yeah, I really want to see that. Yeah, me too. Sam Rockwell so as well for Three we Billboards. Um, Christopher Plummer for All the Money in the World and Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water. Ooh, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that like two people from the same movie could get nominated for the yeah, same. Yeah, I guess award. so. I kind of want. Interesting. I would kind of want Woody Harrelson to win, just because he's Woody uh, Harrelson. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. I mean, he's just he's proved like time and time again that he's a good actor. Yeah, and I think he deserves an Oscar win, whether or not I enjoyed him in a particular movie like i i just think he deserves an oscar so okay that's, so that's is that how you there. like is that how you view like that's all how the nominations you think no that's just how i think of them if i haven't seen the movie okay <laughs> in question that, i mean that's that makes sense yeah but i i'm planning on seeing pretty much all of these so at some point i will actually see them and be able to be educated about it but uh-huh. um anyways uh actress in a leading role sally hawkins for the shape of water for some reason, I'm a really big Sally Hawkins fan, so I kind of hope that she wins. Yeah. Because um, I think she's really incredible. Um, Frances McDormand for Three Billboards. Margot Robbie for I, Tonya, which I've heard good things about. Um, however you say her name, series Ronan for Lady Bird, which I, I've heard she had like something like three Oscar nominations already. So like I don't know. Maybe she deserves a win. But she's she's extremely young to be getting that many nominations. Like, she must be incredible. I have been chomping at the bit to see Lady Bird. So. <laughs> yeah. um, Meryl Streep for The Post, which is, again, one of those things where it's like, of course, you're just going to get a nomination just based yeah. on your name. I feel like it's the same way Meryl Streep, Denzel Washington. It's just if you are in a movie, then you're going to get a nomination for some reason. It's true. Um, actress in a supporting role. Mary J. Blige? For Mudbound, Allison Janney for I, Tonya, Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread, Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird, Octavia Spencer, The Shape of Water. Um, mm. What are you thinking about this? These are all I'm movies we haven't seen. <laughs> I know. I'm just going to take a guess, and I think it's going to be Allison Jenny or Janey or whatever. Yeah, I've actually I've, I've heard that she's the most likely person to win out of those. So Yeah. Yeah, and um, plus, like, I think she transformed herself a lot for the role that she played in I, Tonya, so... Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's. So it would be well-deserved, then. Mm-hmm. All right, here's where we get into the real snubs. Animated feature <laughs> film. <laughs> we have The Boss Baby, The Breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand, Loving Vincent. Here's my problem. One, uh-huh. Ferdinand? Really? They were desperate for some animated features. But that's the thing, is that they totally left out the... Like, they forgot that that the Lego movies came out this year. Batman and Ninjago. Both yeah, that's true, but... Actually really good animated films. Have, have you seen Ninjago? Yeah, I've seen both of them, and... Really? And you liked Ninjago? I think it was good. I think Batman was great, though. I think yeah. Batman deserves it but either of it those does. are better than the boss baby so Very which true. i also saw i don't know i i do think that coco should win either way but yeah the fact it probably that, will win the fact that batman didn't even get a nomination is like a slap in the face to me 
I don't know why. It's true. I just, I really think it deserved it. Um, I actually totally forgot about that, though, so that's a good point. Yeah, that movie was, I mean, it was really good. I guess it was kind of forgettable just because it was a comic book movie, and they, for some reason, just disappear into the abyss after they come out. It's but, so sad, yeah. Um, that one really deserved something i don't know at least in com- at least uh-huh. if you're going to nominate something like ferdinand or the boss baby like i don't know yeah good point it, yeah it might sense. as well just nominate the star and be done with it but <laughs> hey the star had a great voice cast all right yeah you're right they got oprah so you know they that's true they... that's a big one um best director i don't think there are really too many snubs here uh, Christopher no, Nolan, I... Dunkirk, Jordan yeah. Peele, Get Out, Greta Gerwig, Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Anderson, Phantom Thread, Guillermo del Toro, The Shape of Water. All of those are great. Like, if any of those win, I'm happy. Yeah, I, I mean, like, the Oscars, like, for me, every year is more of, like, a list of movies that I should watch instead of a yeah. list of movies that I've seen and think should win or something like that. So, and that's, that's how it is true. every year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want to see our impressions or thoughts on these movies, just wait until a little bit later in the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but um, I've seen Dunkirk and you've seen both Dunkirk and Get Out. Um, yeah, Which of the true. two, if, if you could comment on either, which one would you? It's uh, so interesting because I would have never pegged like Get Out to be quite the um, Oscar success, like for being nominated for how many things it's nominated, I guess. Um I wouldn't have never thought that from seeing it, but I mean, I can understand why it's nominated. Um, it just, the, the genre, you know, it just didn't seem like that type of movie that would be. Um, and I mean, whereas Dunkirk is like supposed to be this really niche kind of film for, uh, I think, especially for like awards like this. Um, so I, I just gotta say, it's like, it's really cool to see something from like a different genre to be nominated. Right. Um, I mean, like the same shape of water too. Yeah, I think The Shape of Water is also kind of, yeah, not I mean, a I guess a little Oscar genre. A little less so because it still has that, like, I don't know. It still seems like that type of movie. Um, but, like, I guess the concept for it is uh, is quite out there, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, so for Best Director, I don't know. That's probably really tough. I'd, I'd probably have to give it to um dunkirk for christopher nolan for dunkirk mm-hmm. um honestly um i'm get out I'm torn i'm personally torn between uh like greta gerwig or paul thomas anderson from at least what i've heard of these movies but yeah but uh sorry you're saying um because like get out is a um it's, it's a really well directed film but um or movie um but uh, I, I think this is like Jordan Peele's directorial debut, I'm pretty sure. So I feel like not because it is his debut, he shouldn't win, but I think he can provide a lot more in the future if he does continue making movies like this. Like he can do right. a lot more. This is him just kind of getting started and I can't wait to see him do more. Um, and hopefully in the future, he can actually take the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm wondering how the other nominees would feel if Jordan Peele won. Yeah, that'd you know. be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I think pretty much any of those options are like, seem pretty well deserved. So I don't, uh-huh. know. I don't think there are really any snubs there that I can think of yeah. right off the top of my head. 
Um, documentary yeah. feature. Why not just skip over it? We haven't seen any of these, and we don't know anything about these. Uh, documentary short subject, same thing. Skip over it. But, I mean, Foreign... while documentaries are very, very important, and I appreciate them. I have an appreciation They're for cool. them. They're cool. They're cool. But, like, just I just... I, like, like, we probably aren't even qualified to talk about the movies. Even <laughs> less so. Let alone the documentaries. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so... Um, same with foreign language film. Original song. Here's, here's where we could be, uh, <laughs> oh at boy. least to some degree, involved. So there's Mighty River, uh-huh. Mystery of Love, Remember Me, which was from Coco, and I think was a good song, but it was maybe the weakest song in the movie. And as far as song as far as songwriting goes, Uh um, that was the weakest song in the movie. But it was like the main song in the movie. Like that was like the thesis. And it by the end of the movie, they had played it like three or four times, and it had this like really powerful emotional weight to it. So as far as how a song is used in a film, I think "Remember Me" is excellent like to the point where i'll hear that song and it'll almost make me cry like it's it was it was really well handled but i don't think the song it in and of itself is good or i mean uh-huh. excellent i think it's fine um and then stand up for something this is me from the greatest showman <laughs> how do you feel about this is me daniel um so <clears throat> for some reason the music video thing like the scene from the movie where they sing it keeps on like popping up in my feed. And so I finally gave in and watched it just out of, not out of spite, just out of sheer curiosity. And it was bad. Like the song. I really think the songwriting and production and everything is so poor. Those songs are bad. The the coolest part about the scene was like when it just went in like, slow motion or whatever and uh and uh bearded bearded lady she was just singing the song and like but that was that was probably the coolest part where it kind of like froze and went into slow motion i thought that was really cool in terms of like an effects perspective but actual songwriting and song quality it's just so like it repeats so many times and it's just like it's like it's it's a song that tries to get stuck in your head and tries to be really like repetitive and like oh yeah no you better love it because you know it's gonna like repeat a bunch of times and it has a great message so it's i don't know yeah it's it's just it's a garbage fire of a song (laughs) Uh, i don't know like remember me is good not great and this is me is a garbage fire so if this is me wins then i have no uh hope (laughs) I think and it has a good chance of winning just because it it's does, so popular, though. I think. Yeah, and sometimes the Oscars is a little bit of a popularity contest, I will admit. Yeah. Best Picture, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. The only ones I really don't want to win, like, that I'd be kind of upset about, um, would be... I guess just the post from what I've heard, like it, it doesn't seem on par with the rest of them. It just seems uh-huh. like it, the only, it's only purpose is to get an Oscar. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know too much about some of the others. I know the darkest hour is cool and I, I liked Dunkirk, but overall those movies are just the same kind of thing that always wins best picture. You're just your classy historical drama. Uh, That's you true. know, and I, I don't, think i really want another one of those to win or another like 
very political picture. They have a lot of good non-political nominations, and I think it would be interesting if they went for some of those. I mean, Three Billboards, I've heard, is a good movie in addition to being political. I don't know. But like something like The Shape of Water, Lady Bird, Get Out, Phantom Thread, I think all, all of those would really stand out for winning Best Picture. I think all of those are like just kind of unique enough that maybe they, I don't know, as far as the Oscar game goes, would, would mean something if they won. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could totally see uh, like something like Dunkirk winning, and I'd be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see your point. I, I think it would be cool if the Oscars kind of like became a little bit more unpredictable in the, in the sense that they go with something different for best picture. Um, yeah. And not, not for the and, sake of being different, but I mean, you've nominated some excellent films and I would really enjoy this, you know, seeing something other than the obvious choice winning. Yeah, that's yeah. Very true. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I want to try to see a, a good amount of those movies before March 4th. So yeah, um, hopefully in the next month to come, um, we can, or I can like continue talking about them. And as I see them, uh, determine which one I want to win, I guess. Mm-hmm. At the very least, want to see Lady Bird, um, Phantom Thread, Three Billboards, and Get Out. I might as I might see Shape of Water as well, or Darkest Hour. I, I definitely not. want to see the Shape of Water. Like That's probably on the top of my list. I'd see it for so. Sally Hawkins, but the only uh, Guillermo del Toro movie that I've seen is Pacific Rim. <laughs> so... Uh. And it's not yeah, he, it's not like garbage. It's just not my style. Yeah. Like I don't like he, the style or the aesthetic of his movies. I guess he really likes those like underwater creatures, doesn't he? He really does. <laughs> um, adapted screenplay. Um, Call me by your name. The disaster artist. Logan. Molly's game and Mudbound. I have only seen Logan out of these, but it being one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, and the only comic book movie to really deserve any kind of Oscar, in my opinion, other than uh, like effects and stuff. I think, yeah, Logan deserves it. Just, just, uh, just because it's incredible. I don't, I don't really know if the other ones are excellent or not, but Logan really deserves it. So, yeah, I, I so want Logan to win. It but won't, but I, I want it to. It won't, yeah. I don't think it will. I think, in all honesty, it might just be like Molly's Game or something just because it has such a famous screenplay writer behind it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It, like, it probably, like, just for this, like, I, and I bet it's a great screenplay too. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, I feel, again, there's so many movies I need to watch. This, Every time the Oscars come out, it's like, I know of all of these movies, and I know things about all of these movies, and I may even know spoilers about these movies, but I haven't seen them still. Um, original yeah. screenplay, The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, Three Billboards. The only one that isn't like a Best Picture nomination is The Big Sick, which yeah. I think you saw. Yeah, I think it would be really cool if it, it won Best Original Screenplay. Once again, I don't think it will. Um, just because of the way, like how it was written, um, considering like the the story was a true story, and the two main characters wrote the screenplay, and they're like you know husband and wife, and they wrote it together. I think that was that's like really cool. You it know? is really cool, uh, and it's just so great to see something like that and how successful the movie was. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, that made me really happy. And I would think it would be really cool if they actually got Oscar recognition. Um, but I don't think it... What, what were the other ones? Get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. Okay, yeah. I think... I mean, I, I, I think it would be Three Billboards, just from what I've heard of it. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just. I think it would be that. I still have to see it, but yeah. Yeah, I could just see three billboards sweeping. It would be the kind of the obvious choice again, but yeah. I don't know. Um, production design: Beauty and the Beast, Blade Runner, twenty forty nine, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Shape of Water. Um, yeah. Okay, so as far as production design goes, as much as I want to say twenty forty nine. <laughs> and it is incredible. I saw it. I saw it again last night. And it's it's really good. I have it on Blu-ray and everything. But Dunkirk did something really amazing as far as production design goes. And what is um, that? I mean, if you like, they actually did like crash planes and like all this crazy stuff. They actually filmed, you know, like at Dunkirk. They they did it all right. You know. Yeah. It, yeah, you're right. I I've I've read a little bit about how they, um, how they did that, and it. It's really incredible. So really, that's I cool. I thought maybe that would be good. Ah, I don't know. Twenty forty nine was really good too. I mean, they're uh, such different movies in the way they did it's, things. Yeah, it's, it's so, so hard, hard to, to compare them. So twenty forty nine really does feel like a lived in world, and it feels like I don't know, really real somehow. Uh huh. Um, but Dunkirk, like, also was very real. So I, I don't know. Um, both of those are are good options. Yeah, cinematography that's be a tough though. One. Cinematography is the easiest one to answer. Twenty forty nine, really? Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, Shape of Water, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. There is literally no question. Roger Deakins <laughs> deserves at least one win. He's had like a crazy amount of nominations and zero wins. And twenty forty nine has by far the best cinematography I've seen. All year, it deserves it, and if it doesn't get it, there will be rioting in the streets, and it will just be me <laughs> like... standing in a street with a torch. <laughs> okay. And I'll just say like, justice for Deacons, justice for Deacons, and yeah. I was gonna ask how mad you'd be, but there's my answer right there. Yep, I'd be very mad. Um, uh-huh. Dunkirk seems cool. So does Shape of Water. <laughs> I don't know, but twenty forty nine. They all seem cool. If twenty forty nine does not, ah, uh, okay, okay, I'm gonna be done. Ah. Uh. Okay, best costume design, the Beauty and the Beast, Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, Shape of Water, Victoria and Abdul. I think Victoria and Abdul all the way. Here's the thing, if Phantom Thread doesn't win, I think that would be really funny cuz that's kind of the so whole sad. point of Phantom Thread, you yeah. know? Um Yeah, it would be really sad if it didn't win. Yeah. Also, as far as best costumes, like Beauty and the Beast was literally like you take something from a cartoon and you just sew it and then everything else is CG. So as far as costumes, like there are probably only three costumes on set, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. And they were cool, I guess, but they weren't like, like again, it's that that thing that you get where it's exactly the same in every way as the cartoon, but slightly worse. And I felt the same way about about the costumes. Yeah, and the, and it's nominated because oh, it's Disney. So, you know, they've yeah. always, they got to get their nominations somewhere. Mhm. So, yep. But yeah. Anything I, else? I say Phantom Thread or The Shape of Water. Yeah. Um, sound editing. This is something I care about too. Baby Driver, 
um, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, Shape of Water, and The Last Jedi. All of those are very much like standout for their sound. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, Baby Driver is is I wouldn't say the obvious choice because they'll probably go with Dunkirk in the end. But it's true. But Baby Driver did some really creative things with the sound mixing. So I, I would uh-huh. say maybe that's a sound mixing thing. But as far as sound editing goes, it was superb and really cool. But uh, I kind of want to give it to 2049. I think they did some cool stuff. But again, what really stood out to me in both was the mixing. Dunkirk obviously had excellent sound design. Uh, sound editing is a good choice for Dunkirk, more so than Baby Driver or 2049. Um, uh-huh. I didn't really see The Shape of Water, so I can't comment. But I bet that was cool. Um, but The Last Jedi also, specifically for the editing, was very impressive. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of good stuff in that one, too. So I'd, I'd say give it to Dunkirk or The Last Jedi. Um, okay. And for, and for sound mixing, it's really between Baby Driver and Blade Runner 2049. Although I, I would say maybe go with 2049 after having rewatched it last night. Like, there's just some really subtle stuff that they do like to the point where they make the character voices a little softer at the end of the movie. And that scene in the snow, like they're that has like this soft kind of cold quality to it. I can't exactly explain it any other way, but just the way that's mixed is just fits the movie. I don't know. It's something about not just the sounds seem right, but they, they fit the movie and they fit the tone and the actual like, you know, message implied there is like reflected in the mixing. So, uh huh. I'd I'd say that one. Animated short film didn't see any of them. Don't care. Live action short film didn't see any of them. Wow. Don't care. Original score something I care about. Don't give it to Dunkirk. Let me just say that. Um, it was cool, but at the end of the day, it was more sound design than it was a score. Um, it's fun to listen to, but it's not really a score in the traditional sense um i guess Uh we talked about that in the last episode Uh uh-huh yeah Um, sorry i blew through all the sound without even asking your opinion on it i'm just the sound guy okay what what (laughs) let's go back what did you think what did you think sound editing bob the sound guy that's amazing um yeah uh it'd be so cool to see star wars get it Mm -hmm. like that'd be amazing but you're right it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be like Dunkirk or something like that, so I mean I I'd be fine with that winning too. But you know that's the obvious choice. And mm. then yeah, that'd be really cool if um, Blade Runner won for mixing. So, yeah. Uh, I don't have much to say about it besides the <laughs> fact that I basically agree with you for the most part. So, um, but like I agree with you because your reasons are really valid. And yeah, I noticed a lot of from the one time I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I I noticed a lot of like, like you were saying, subtle things. Um, mm-hmm. Probably not as subtle as that, but but yeah, fairly subtle. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Well, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Is there any more categories? Like, there's a lot of categories. There's there's score, visual effects, film editing, and after okay. and then then makeup, which we'll probably skip over. Um, Cause you know, we're so, we're so good at knowing good makeup. Well, because there are only like three nominations and we didn't see any of them, but I guess it's a pretty easy answer <laughs> anyways. Okay. Let's, let's go back yeah. to score. So there's uh-huh. Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, Shape of Water, The Last Jedi and Three Billboards. I okay. 
have listened to the score of Phantom Thread, even though I haven't seen the movie. And it is by far like one of the best scores I've ever heard for a movie. It's really, really good. Um, and it's really pretty. And I think that one should win. Um, the last Jedi did, but I mean, it was really good. Um, but, but the Phantom Thread was great. Haven't really listened to much to shape of water or three billboards, but I do want to say, I thought the sound mixing, this is random, but I thought the sound mixing in, um, Pacific Rim was terrible. It was garbage. (laughs) That was like one of the worst parts of the movie for me because get this, they had this great score or is pretty interesting and it was well-written and I really liked the score, but you can barely hear it because of the sound mixing, mixing. They bring it all the way down and then they drive up like the ambient noise, uh, quite a bit. And then the sound effects are also pretty loud. So you just basically can't hear that there's a score there. Anyways, I'm hoping that's not how the shape of water was. <laughs> uh-huh. I <laughs> that, mean, that's I'm, my I bet he'd have, I bet he'd have a different team, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts? On score? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny that the last Jedi is nominated, um, because of what I said in like the last episode <laughs> right. about like, uh, should it be nominated? I was like cracking up when I heard that. I'm like, yeah, um, I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> um, I, I really want to listen to the score for Phantom Thread. You, I told you I'd listen to it, and I still haven't, and I feel really bad about it. Oh, it's but, so freaking um, beautiful. I might just get it on, like, vinyl even if I don't ever see the movie. Like, it's, oh. Yeah. I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> That's cool. And then what was that? What was the other one, the other nominations? Uh, there was Dunkirk, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. Okay, yeah, I have no idea. I, I'll just, like... I haven't seen any of the other ones. And, I, you know, I'm not going to say Dunkirk because you're just like, it's random sound or whatever. I mean, you could um, you so. could have your own opinion. Obviously, everybody loves Hans Zimmer. I'm kind of the only like, person who just... I think it's sound design, but other people it think was, it's a great score. So It was a good score, um, but that's not really what I noticed when it comes to, like, the sound of the movie. When I think of that movie, I don't think of, like, hearing the score. I, I just you know, think of the loud sound and, like, the way they used sound um, mm-hmm. in the movie, which is cool, but it wasn't, the, like, the, the score wasn't that involved, I guess. So, I mean, I wouldn't pick that. Um, but I guess I just have to listen to, like, I'd pick The Last Jedi, which would be even more funny because of what I said in the last episode. <laughs> um, just because I haven't heard any of the other scores. So, yeah. Okay. Um, visual effects. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, 2049, Guardians Volume 2, Kong Skull <laughs> Island, which I still haven't seen, um, The Last Jedi, and War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I mean, War for the Planet uh, of the Apes. I, yeah, right. I think we know it deserves the win. Uh, there's not a moment in War for the Planet of the Apes that looks too CG, despite it being so, almost they all got CG. the best balance. It was perfect. Um. 2049 had really good effects throughout a lot of it but i think at at some point there was one scene that like you could tell the entire thing was just animated on a computer and it looked noticeable to me um that Uh stood out both times i've watched the movie so i wouldn't give it to it because of that scene i think it holds it back because it's not as perfect as the other ones um Uh guardians volume 2 had good effects um, it had like a style, it, like it had a good style. Yeah. Um, 
Um, but it doesn't really stand out, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Um, the more I think about it, it's it's got that Marvel movie, uh, <laughs> that that Marvel movie trope of while it is good and really well made, and you know, there's nothing really bad you could say about it in a lot of ways. It's still kind of forgettable. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. It looked pretty. Like there's that scene with Yondu at the end, but uh, I mean, you just can't compare to War for the Planet of the Apes. It it was just phenomenal. Like the whole movie is based on these characters that are you basically CG and visual effects and stuff like that. So you gotta mm-hmm. give it to that. Right. Um. Yeah. Um. Film editing. Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I, Tonya, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. Baby Driver, um, please. Baby Driver. I, just... I, Baby Driver is definitely the best edited movie um, of those that I've, at least that I've seen. Because uh-huh. Dunkirk did a really cool thing with the way it edited it. But at the same time, it also confused people like oh, yeah, who were very did. casual moviegoers to the point where the audience score kind of dropped a little bit because of that. Um, uh-huh. And the overall audience reception was negative because the editing confused them. I mean, if you got what it was doing, it was really cool, but a lot of the audience didn't. And so I would say it kind of failed in its main function there, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, while it I was like cool. the risk it took, though. Yeah, yeah, same. Like it made I, it I appreciate so the risk. And it did. And you it know... made it interesting, but nobody got it. Or, you know, yeah. at least the casual people didn't, so. I mean, like Christopher Nolan directing a war film. What, you, what else are you going to expect? Right. Like, I knew there had to be something different. Like, There's something be a twist. Exactly. Like, it's not just going to be what it looks like it will be, I guess. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, that, I, Tanya, Shape of Water, Three Billboards. Um, I have a feeling that uh, Shape of Water has really good editing but i honestly do not believe another movie in 2017 could have compared to baby driver's editing it's true like that that is the standout point of the movie that is what you say to get people to watch that movie is you call out the editing and i don't think that's what you do when you're talking about i tanya (laughs) the shape of water or three billboards like Uh baby driver is its editing (laughs) wow yeah i'd say that that probably deserves it. Makeup and it hairstyling. deserves it. Oh, my. Darkest Hour, Victoria and Abdul, and Wonder. Yes. I don't even know what Victoria and Abdul is, so. I don't really um, know. I just know it's, like, this old lady and this dude, and his name is Abdul. That's cool. That's how you know, cultured I am. <laughs> well, yeah. I think they did a good job in Darkest Hour because I can barely recognize Gary Oldman. He just looks like Winston Churchill, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so props um, to that. <laughs> But but Wonder did something really special, I think. So that's true, though. I totally forgot about that, like that uh, movie in general, and I didn't know it was it was nominated for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's the only nomination it got, but that's that's cool for it. Um, yeah, I'd say give it to Wonder. Yeah. They'll probably give I, it yeah, to that... Darkest Hour, though. I don't know. You think? I feel like they could. To- they would give it to Wonder. They might. I feel like there's a chance. But you know, you you know how sometimes the academy is with like if it's if it's one of their babies, <laughs> their babies, their, the movies that they have to put on everything for when every single yeah, 
I don't know. I think that they they might give it to that. But Wonder's a, you know, there's a chance for Wonder. I bet it's um, a good movie. I want to see it. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard things about it. I don't know if they're particularly <laughs> good, but they're not negative. So. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's that's the Oscars. So. Um, <laughs> that's I, the Oscars for you. Those are those are the ones we want to win. Um, but I just want to say these nominations are particularly good. I think this year they they kind of got the nominations right who's to say that they'll get the wins right but yeah there um, weren't a lot of snubs this year there really weren't i think the real snubs were like war for war for the planet of the apes uh not nominated for more things <laughs> um yeah a lot of people think wonder woman was a snub and while daniel was overall negative about the movie you'll remember <laughs> if you listen to that episode i was not particularly negative about that movie i enjoyed it <laughs> Might not buy it on Blu-ray or digital or something, but I really did enjoy it. Um, but I have to say, Wonder Woman was still the worst movie I watched that whole week. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we saw... So not only that week, we saw Logan seeking a friend for the end of the world and, uh, like, The Fifth Element. Um, and didn't we watch the... The first the, two like, Planet, Planet of the, of the Apes, Apes movies. Yeah. Like it was still, it was the worst movie I, I watched that week. <laughs> Even I mean, though I liked it. What bothered me, what bothered me about Wonder Woman wasn't like the first or second act. I mean, maybe the second act. Like I, I wanted to feel so, like more progression happening, um, and I didn't get that. And all of a sudden, she was like this amazing hero, and it was like, whoa. So like, wh- when did this just happen? Like, um, but I like the beginning. I, ha- I, 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 I like. I really enjoyed the beginning, but as yeah. it kept on going and it tried to have a plot, like it just didn't work for me, I guess. And when I first saw it, yeah, I guess I was a little bit more passionate about how I didn't like it. And now I'm, I, I bet if I saw it again, I would like it a bit more. Um, but mm-hmm. still, and I mean, I think everyone can agree that the third act was basically trash. So yeah, yeah. the third act was one of the, yeah, it was pretty bad. I, I just don't think with a that messed up like ending to a movie, it really deserves that much, you know? Yeah. Like it might have, you know, arguably did something cool as far as finally getting us uh, more like female-led uh, comic book movies and stuff, uh-huh. which is cool. I do want to see a um, Black Widow movie. I really hope they go further yes. along with that. Um, yes. But, you know, as a whole it just it is an oscar worthy like oscar the oscars is to determine of all of the five star movies which was the most five star yeah. you know i mean wonder and, woman may have been impactful sure yeah but yeah but the oscars isn't oscar. about there's not an award for most cultural impact in a movie there's an award for yeah. you know the technical things your you know best writing and your best effects and wonder woman didn't really nail any of those things a hundred percent so and like superhero movies generally don't get anything like right in the oscars so, so I, don't... I don't know why you expect wonder woman to yeah honesty. i, I mean, mean sure you could well, <laughs> well then what about logan but logan was a completely different scenario yeah logan was almost didn't even really feel like a comic book movie uh-huh. It was like a serious action flick, more more attuned to like a John Wick than it was a Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. And it just so happened to be an adaptation of, you know, Old Man Logan. Mm-hmm. Logan, so. 
Yeah. It was nothing. What Wonder Woman gave us was really nothing new other than that it was a woman. Because, again, it was pretty much Captain America. Like, you can you can point <laughs> yeah. to a ton of other movies that did almost the exact same story in the exact same time period with the exact same level of competence, and none of those got Oscars. So, yeah, you know, Logan was, was a different story, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And Logan yeah. only got nominated for one thing, so. Yeah, right. Uh, and Guardians got nominated for one thing, and that was it. People left out, like, Spider-Man Homecoming and, you know, Thor Ragnarok. But I, I did, I did, I do want to talk about, uh, so Taika Waititi, once the Oscar nominations were announced, he tweeted out, he's like, congrats to everybody. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're welcome for being your mentor. Uh, we did this, guys, or something like that. So he, uh-huh. <laughs> and Edgar, Edgar Wright, like, kind of replies, oh, yeah, Taika, all the credit Waititi. Uh, it was, <laughs> and then, oh, and then Taika's response was, I helped Edgar compose that tweet. So I don't know. Oh, that's amazing. That was I the most interesting that. thing that's that great. happened around the Oscars. So, <laughs> well then that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. So um, I think in a way, Taika Waititi really did get all of the Oscars. So, uh-huh. yeah, every Oscar is going to go straight to him. Yep. He's going to get up. I bet. I almost think he would get up on stage with everybody else who gets up for best picture. Like I could just see oh him sneaking gosh. up on there and everybody gets up. Oh my. Wow. And then eventually <laughs> the, a... the mic gets passed to him and he's like, yep, I was their mentor on this whole process. <laughs> <laughs> I really helped lead the team. Uh... I would really love yeah, to see fun. that. Yeah. That'd um, be pretty great. Mm-hmm. He would um, never anyways, get invited we... back, though. That's very true, and that would be sad. Um, because he should still, at one point in his life, win an Oscar. Because be... I'd love to see, like, if he won Best Director or something, I'd love to see his acceptance speech. Oh, my gosh. It would be the funniest acceptance speech in the history of acceptance speeches. <laughs> yeah. I could uh, feel your struggle there when trying yeah, to say it that. Was, it's a tongue twister, really. Acceptance yeah. speech. Acceptance speeches. Uh-huh. Anyways, okay. so that was um, most of an episode, but there's also other things to talk about. For example, solo trailer is a possible thing. Um, I've heard it confirmed almost to like in 100% positivity. Uh, what does that even mean? Gosh, my, <laughs> my English doesn't... Almost to the level... Okay, um, it's almost 100% that uh, there's going to be a solo trailer during the Super Bowl. Um, yes. that's, on that's on Sunday. So I'm so excited. Uh, we're going to, we're going to talk about that. Um, at least briefly, if not, uh, in a very, very large, um, lengthy discussion. And I'm oh, hoping, hoping to discussion. put that on, um, what may be my new podcast. Uh, notice I didn't say our what? new podcast. I said my new podcast. Yep. I know. Apparently That's right. you need your space or something because I'm just too overbearing. So. Well, I'm trying to help the Gosh Daniel podcast out, to be honest. You know how I turn every movie discussion into a Star Wars discussion. So yeah. I've decided, you know what, maybe I should make a podcast of my own. And um, that will eventually come out. And we'll talk about that a bit more probably on the next episode and plug that. But... I should be coming out with a solo trailer discussion uh, almost immediately as the solo trailer solo trailer comes out. So uh, let's hope that that happens. 
Um, yeah, so yeah, 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 I'll have yeah. a new new Star That's Wars exciting. podcast. It'll be a kind of an open format, just me and whoever cares about Star Wars, and we'll talk about it. And I'll probably destroy conversations, but I'll try to ask questions. So, you know. <laughs> so you so this is just for you to get all like the Star Wars. It's out of to you. get the Star Wars off my chest. So that way, when we're doing yeah. this ep- this podcast, I'm not just constantly talking about Star Wars. Only in I mean, minimal. Only amounts. a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about it as much as it deserves based on the news, but not any more. <laughs> Not any more than that. So if we're doing a review for Lady Bird, it won't turn into a discussion of Snoke, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I think like I think that Lady Bird's motivation, uh, like kind well, like of is Snoke. the same as Snoke. Yeah, you know, she was you know? off in the unknown regions for quite a while, and then you know, uh, exactly. Anyways. So yeah, that's um, a, that's a thing. So solo trailer probably Sunday. Yay. I'm excited, and I'm happy um, for you. Yeah, I am. I am too. I'm very excited, and thank you for doing the art for that, by the way. Oh, you you for bet. free. Uh huh. Um. Uh. Okay. So what what else is there? Oh yeah. So so there are some set leaked set photos of um. Uh, Captain Marvel. Yes. And yes, there were. She's wearing, essentially the the classic Captain Marvel suit, but it's like teal. Or seafoam green or something yes. like that and yes, people went livid they went completely crazy all over the internet talking about how much it they sucks did. and it's the worst thing ever and it's garbage <laughs> and how could they ever do that and here i am uh to, to put you know uh, shed a little light on the subject maybe daniel uh has his own opinions but um we'll, we'll maybe debate that a little bit so yeah i think it's good I like it personally, and there there are several mm-hmm. reasons why I like it. I think for starters, even if they stick with that, I like the aesthetic choice, and I think it's fine. Two, okay. I can't think of any character in the Marvel universe that doesn't get a costume redesign every movie, or at least start out with a costume in in the in their origin movie that isn't their final costume. You know, so like. Spider-Man is wearing like, you know, his sweatpants essentially for his spider costume at first. Um you know, Iron Man uh, has this like giant bulky was... gray suit. And Captain America starts with the dinky little felt suit. And So, so wait, 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 real quick. So you think that the Captain Marvel costume that we see is just the beginning of yes. the movie, like the first uh, so you think it's going to change in later yes. in the movie? Yes, and okay. if it doesn't change in this movie, it'll be different in the next movie. So yeah, you know. Yeah, I think I definitely will agree that people are overreacting, um, but it just made me like, if if these were the set photos that they were gonna release, I wonder what they were thinking of, you know, like what their strategy behind it was. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe the point so, is that she got a costume that she thinks is ugly, and she talks about it constantly, like she stole the costume from the Cree or something. Yeah, like, I mean, I just, like, I don't know, because if they were to release or, like, leak these photos or whatever, um, then um, why would they, re- like, release these photos? You know, not but the final But did they release one. them? I don't know. Because that's the kind of paparazzi they... leaked photos. That That's how that's, that looks. That's true. I don't think that's the... So... Yeah. They don't usually release know... normal photos this early on in the game, so... I mean, I I think 
it's like I don't know I don't see the point why they would change the colors of her costume intentionally and be like oh well these are your this is your costume now this is what you look like as a superhero and this is you know who you are um and I don't I don't know why they would do that like what their motivation behind that was I don't think the, they've changed the, the colors angry. right I don't think they've changed I don't the think colors. they did either Permanently. that's why i don't think, I think they that's the would point have done that i think that it's, yeah. it's part of like they're gonna comment on that or else it's green because they're wanting to cg something that's like easier to get a brighter red if it's just like cg'd on and then it's all green so that makes sense or or something like that or maybe it's like her costume has some sort of like weird power thing to it or like maybe it's already a green suit from like the korean when she steals it and puts it on it kind of changes to be red or something uh, like what i don't know that just sounds like something they would do i don't know that's like a kind of i have no idea like how captain marvel works but that just that seems like something they would do in a superhero movie i don't know that's sort of green lanterny but like <laughs> i mean you know, i just like know it, I, I we both know that we're not seeing the whole picture here with right. these images that they released yeah or like this is whatever not, it is this is in no way the final costume for what captain marvel is gonna look like for the rest of the you know yeah, uh, and there's MCU. no reason, like, it's just like people, you know, to see something and completely just go at it and overreact and freak out when it's like, it's not a trailer, it's not like the costume reveal, you know, it's like, whoa, this is like this, it's just some photos that were just, you know, right given to us. Like, best case scenario, um, that's not even what it's actually going to look like when it appears on film, and like, yeah. worst case scenario... That's how she looks for one movie. Yeah. Like, it's it's really, really ridiculous uh, uh-huh. that, that, there's, that anybody's even, like, complaining about it to begin with, let alone, like, how illogical the complaints are. But yeah. Anyways, at least that's yeah. what I think. I actually like the look of it, whether it's seafoam green. And I've seen somebody, like, um, Photoshop it to be red. And I think it uh-huh. looks incredible red too. So like, I don't, I don't mind either way personally, but I also don't think it's that big a deal to begin with. So true. Yeah. All right. Is that everything we had to talk about? I mean, we talked about the Oscars um, and we talked about a costume. <laughs> let's see. Is there anything else that's interesting or exciting that's happened ever? Um, life. Okay. Life is exciting. So be excited people. Um, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's dumb. Okay. Let me, let me look. Okay. What's what's new? Let me go on to IMDb. Oh, my. This uh, is, like, on the spot right here. Oh, yeah. I want to see Just... Paddington 2, people. That's all I have to say. Please. Let me see Paddington 2. Yeah, because they're, they're making you not see I know. It, so. Everybody is against me here. I saw Paddington 1. It's on Netflix. It's incredible for a kid's movie. So, sure, it follows kid's movie tropes. But everything, like, weird and awkward about that movie is, like, very intentionally, like, almost directed towards the parents. Like, yes, we know this is weird, and that's the point. We're making fun of this kind of thing. Or we're making fun of ourselves that we have to stretch out the movie in this way. Like, there, there's a there's a certain amount of humor to how it treats the weird parts of the movie. And then when it's not doing its weird parts i guess like the weird actiony scenes it's just really charming and the cast is great and the story is excellent so i don't know i, I don't have any problems with it 
as a whole. And I think the cool. score is actually really good for a kids movie. It's the best kids movie um, <laughs> of of whatever year it came out in. I don't know, but I'm just saying that now. The best. Maybe something cool. else was also the best, but that one was the best. So. The best. Yeah. And so I can't wait to see Paddington 2. And that's really random. But it's a kid's movie that's good (laughs) enough that I want to watch it. So that's saying something. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a good note to uh, end this podcast. I don't know. It's it's under an hour still. I feel like I should do something else. I don't know. I need to... I know you need to edit it, but I... (laughs) And you know, I'm so tired. The last episode was like over an hour and I had to edit it. So it's your turn to have to deal with it. So you're intentionally, you were the one that talked that whole last episode. So that was on you, buddy. Yeah. You do that to yourself. No, that you're was not going to do that to me. That was a pretty back and forth episode. You kidding? But I mean, still. I stretched it out at the very end. Sure. Like I do every episode. Not at the very end. Like, I'm yeah. the type of person that always wants to end it. It's like, oh, great. 45 minutes, 50 minutes. What a beautiful episode. Like, super well-rounded. We just had all the talks, and we, you know, came to some good conclusions. And then you're like, oh, no, and this thing that is not really that important, but I'm going to talk about for forever. So, you know. You are very salty. <laughs> uh, don't forget to go to our uh, Patreon and give us money. Um, it's, uh, y- you tell them, you tell them there, Bob. Patreon.com slash Gosh Daniel. We're on Twitter at Gosh Daniel Pod. And, uh, you can find a full archive of our episodes at Gosh Daniel Rants.blogspot.com. And in addition to that, uh, we're, uh, uh, I'm on Twitter at Previn Card and he's on Twitter at oh, Childish Guy, but he's probably deleted Twitter again because he's retarded. <laughs> and, uh, thank you to our patrons. Um, first of all, we have Noreen. And um, second of all, we have Hunt the Bun Gunter Schmunter. And um, third, we have Muffin Princess 1000. And fourth, we have yes. He Who Wishes to Not Be Named. Wow. And that's Amazing. all I have to say today. All right. Well, that's a good day to say stuff. Yep. Uh, look out <laughs> for for some sort of thing, maybe, if you want, uh, about our about my Star Wars podcasting. So. I'm really Yay. excited about that. Wow, that's a really that was a really weak shout out, by the way. But I'm just, okay, I, guys, I'm, I'm just thinking about starting a, a Star Wars podcast. You know, people aren't going to be confident about going to hear your podcast go if you're not confident about it yourself. Go, go on the thing and and listen to my podcast. Wow, Please. that vibrato. I'm very sure of myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. Enough. All right. All right. Um, okay. So I'll see you guys some other time, probably. See um, you guys. Before, um, <laughs> so, uh, bye. And good day to you, everyone.